For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. I have somebody really fantastic on the podcast today and I hope you all resonate with her story. This is Becky Robson. She is a community staff nurse based in... Ooh, I'm going to say the northeast because I'm not sure where you've moved to now. County Durham. Okay. She's just literally moved from where she was in terms of what, what area she was covering. So let's just give an introduction on how we know each other. So Becky came to work with me as a private one-to-one coaching client before COVID, yes, no? Yeah, so like October 2020. So it was after the main lockdown, wasn't it? Because I do remember you weren't in the office. And then I also remember as well, we were talking about like, God, even just how you were managing Christmas and things like that, because obviously with being a nurse and having to work over Christmas and then trying to see your family, that's all coming back to us now as to when we were working together. So yes, you are absolutely right. It was October um, in the first first year of lockdown, so tw- 2020. Do you want to kind of just give an overview of what we worked on and like your journey into coaching and then where you are now as well before we go into the manifestation? I came across you through Instagram. I can't actually remember how or why or but you were just there. Um, Happy days. And I was kind of going through a bit of a stage where I thought I need a little bit of something. We we're in the middle of a pandemic and I just felt I was just wasn't very I wasn't very happy in my current sort of being and I just thought I need somebody who can help me get through this. Yeah. Um, and I'd had previous coaching, different kind of coaching in the past, and yours just seemed to tick all my boxes. 
Happy days, happy days. So I don't tend, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast before. So I tend to not cover manifestation in my one-to-one coaching. It is all around mindset. It's around getting you unstuck from where you are um, and moving you forward. Whatever area that be, whether it's because you've got anxiety, whether it's because you don't feel good enough, whether it's because you want to kind of get unstuck from where you are. However, if somebody's open to manifestation, then I'd definitely shoehorn it in and I will bring it into session because having the belief alongside the mindset work is just one of the most powerful things. So remind me, Becky, I know we definitely did vision board and we definitely did stuff on manifestation, but I think you were already aware of it before you came to work with me. You'd already read books on it, you knew stuff, like you were very knowledgeable in that area, is that right? Yeah, I was. I'd had a different kind of coaching in the past um, and although I didn't really understand it at that point, um, I just remember being told to get a vision board and I was like, well, what am I going to do with that? You know, just put, just put everything on it that you want. All right, okay, where, where, where do I start? Where do I finish? Um, so... I first came across sort of manifestation. Um, I ordered myself a copy of The Secret yeah. back in 2014. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny because the only reason I got to hear about it, I came into work one day and this girl had said to us, um, have you heard about The Secret? Um, you know, apparently, like, if you believe it, that you're going to get a car space on a late shift, well, you'll get one. That's hilarious. So we basically I love just based the secret around getting a getting a car space for, for work. And um, you know, it never really developed any further than that. I bought the book. I never read it. I just you know, it went in my wardrobe for a couple of years. And I think it was when I started to listen to podcasts, somebody had brought up the subject of law of attraction. I was like, hang on a minute, I've come across that somewhere before. Um, you know, and then they started mentioning about the secret. I was like, yeah, I've got that book. Maybe I should actually give it a try. So I went back to this book, you know, and there was all these, you know, Einstein was telling us, you know, believe this and believe, you know, and I was reading all these pages and I'm thinking, there's a secret here. Will you just bloody tell us what it is? You know, like, I just couldn't work it out what it was from this book. Um, and then... I found the program on Netflix and that just changed my life, just spelled it out in much simpler terms. Yeah. And it kind of just escalated from there. So before we started working together, what what do you believe that you'd manifested off your vision board? Um, or not even off your vision well, board, just I a think, parking space. Yeah, so I did, I did manage to find, you know, manifest a few parking spaces, but not every time. I also became, you know, at the same time, I came a bit more aware about like intuition and things like that. And Gosh. I was completely ignoring that. It just wasn't, just wasn't a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think from, you know, I had lots of things on this vision board. Um, you know, I wanted a promotion at work. I wanted a nice red car. I wanted my dad to retire. That was Ooh. something I put on there. Which, funny enough, my dad retired two weeks ago. Not because he reached the age of retirement, but because he had to, um, oh. for reasons I may go into later on in the podcast. Uh-huh. But I won't tell him that, <laughs> that I wanted him to retire and kill us. But I think, for me, what I realised is I wasn't clear enough about what was on my vision board. So I had things on it, but I was changing my mind all the time about things. So things on there just weren't happening. Because you weren't clear enough whether you wanted. Yes, absolutely. What are the things that you've manifested where you're like, oh my God, like that is so spooky. Because I think that's the almost, the the feeling that we get, isn't it? Like, oh my God, like this shit works. 
tell me because I know you've got loads of stuff because you always message me so go for it Uh, being on this podcast for one I've been thinking about either being on a podcast or doing some kind of podcast for a long time and I was just thinking about it the other day and I was thinking oh god it would be absolutely amazing if I could get on Jude's podcast and then you drop me a message two days later oh my goodness I hadn't realized you wanted to be on my podcast Um, you just wanted to be on a podcast when I messaged you Cause so so just yeah, so to put yeah. it in context, I messaged um, Becky saying, "Do you fancy coming on my podcast?" And it was almost like you were online at that very moment. You were like, "Yes, oh my god, I've been manifesting a podcast." <laughs> so it was very aligned. Sorry, carry yeah, on. Yeah. What else have you manifested? I've manifested every job that I've got. Amazing. Um, you know, sometimes I've thought I've wanted other ones and not got them and then been disappointed, you know, why has the universe not given me that job for? Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, looking back, um, I really wanted a better work-life balance mid-pandemic. You know, I yeah. realised that, you know, life is just a bit more, it's more important than my career. <laughs> And I just wanted just a bit of a balance somewhere. So I was like, right, I'm going to go to the community. And I'm in the community. Amazing. A spooky thing that happened the other day, though. I mean, I've, I'm have i in the community at the moment. I love it. Um, the location's not ideal. I don't know. It was just really strange. So I had a mutual friend, a couple of people from work, who I'd stumbled across on Facebook just the other day. And we were friends years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had this urge just to, you know, send her a friend request and she messaged me and it turns out she works in the community where I live, which is actually something I've wanted to do. I've wanted to get a transfer. Yeah. And she said, oh, we've got vacancies, we're desperate for staff. So I said, oh, great. So within like literally three days, my transfer has been accepted and I'm going on the 25th of April. That's and that amazing. was all because I added this girl on Facebook. Yeah, it's totally That's bizarre. amazing. But I was like, oh, it's happening. It's working. There was one thing you said earlier and you said something around... I wasn't aware of the signs and I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast yet and I'll definitely do something on it in terms of looking out for clues that the universe has given you, the signs that it's kind of given you to to take you in the direction that you want to go. Becky and I are now working together again because she's doing the, the life coach certification in my academy I know, and I don't, I can't remember what the signs were, so you'll have to remind us, but I know you'd said, you'd messaged me saying everything is pointing towards me doing this when you were thinking about doing the life coaching. Can you remember what the signs were that you were getting through to do it? I was at an event with some people through a little side business that I've got. We were just talking about building up businesses and tips and ideas and things. And all of a sudden I was sat like in the middle of all these people sat around me and they were all asking me questions they were all leaning in and they were you know they were absorbing everything I was saying and you I were capturing felt like them. I was like a public speaker yeah and one of the girls just out of nowhere just said if you ever become a life coach can I be your first client and I was like I've never even considered becoming a life coach before and then all of a sudden your course just appears out of nowhere and I thought oh my god I need to do this. <laughs> this is a sign. I'm going for it. I'm doing it. Why not? <laughs> Perfect yeah. timing. Perfect timing. Tell me what else do, do you, have you manifested from your board? Or you feel like there's been signs or synchronicities that have kind of showed up for you? So the biggest one would be where I live. About two years ago, I was 
faced with this house on right move. Now, I wasn't looking to move for a start. I don't know how I got on right move, but there was this house in this particular area. Um, and this house was lovely. It was almost like too good to be true. And I just thought, oh, you know, how was it that price, you know? But it was the place where it was. Now, this place was 40 minutes away from where I lived at the time. And I thought, I cannot live there, you know? A, it's down the road from where I'm from. I've got no friends. I've got no connection other than, you know, my parents live up the road. I had no reason to even look to consider this area. But there was something, it was like, it was like a gravitational pull to this area. And I kept talking about it. I even rang the estate agents to find out about this house. I wasn't even interested in this house. But there was just something that was just drawing me in. Fast forward to December, just gone. I now live in that area. Now, I had no plans to sell my house. I had no plans to move. No, you just got your kitchen done. I know. I just had a brand new kitchen put in. I couldn't believe it. And what did happen, unfortunately, I was sort of shifting my life. I was changing jobs and things. But what I didn't prepare for was, unfortunately, my mum had a brain hemorrhage in May, which obviously changed my life, you know, in a day. Well, in a minute, you know, as soon as I found out. And I just decided there. And then I was like, right, selling my house, moving closer to home. I don't know what the outcome's going to be. All I knew was that I just needed to be closer to home. Mm-hmm. And I was I just couldn't find anywhere. I couldn't find houses. I had sort of like a little checklist of everything that I wanted in a house, you know, just to narrow things down. And a house turned up in that area, that village where that last house was, where I am now. It was so bizarre because I, it was like I was fighting with myself. I didn't want to live there. There was something that was just urging us. I had to come here. It was so strange. I picked up the phone. I booked an appointment. And I felt such a relief knowing I was going to look at this house. To the point where the day after, the estate agent phoned me and she said, and straight away out my mouth was like, don't you dare cancel my viewing on that house tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she said, oh, no, 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 no. I said... I would like, I want to know whether you would be the first to look at it. I thought, oh my God, this, this, this just has to be the house. The night before I viewed that house, I literally felt like I was moving into it. You know, that feeling when you know you're going on holiday, you know, this is going to be the last night in your house. I had Mm -hmm. that feeling just before I looked at it. Anyway, I put an offer in within half an hour of viewing it. I got accepted and here I am. So, but I don't know why I've been brought to this area. But even everything aligned with selling the house as well, wasn't it? You were like, oh God, well, if I move, I'm going to have to sell the house. But then I think, was it the council then like snapped it up so you didn't even have to worry about selling it? Yeah. Everything was easy. And that's when you know you're aligned when everything lines up to the end outcome. You know you were meant to be there anyway to be closer to family, but you don't know necessarily yet what might be the big thing that's brought you there. <gasps> it's exciting, isn't it? It is. So isn't it? tell me a little bit about like in terms of your vision board, how often do you kind of look at it? What what's your process with your vision board in terms of like 
do you use it to give you a boost? Do you use it religiously every month? Like what's your purpose around your vision board? Because not something I ever ask people, but it's interesting because everyone has a different format. Like I only ever look at mine when I get something offered and I take so I take it off so like you know if I get a car I'll take it off I'll put something else on if something in my business happened that I wanted I'll take that off I'll put something else on yeah so I tend to use it as a just something that gets updated I guess rather than something that I'm sat kind of looking at now because visually it's in my head so how do you use yours pretty much the same actually so my vision board is my screensaver on my phone we're on our phone all the time so you know as soon as I go onto my phone to do whatever I need to do, yeah. I'm presented with my vision board. It's always yeah. there. Yeah. Um and like like you, you know, I've got things on there and as soon as oh wow, I've ticked that off, I'll replace it with something else. I'm also kind of like evaluating as well. Like I, I look at things and I think Do I really want that? Right. Is this definitely yeah. what I want on here? And and you know, I'll admit sometimes I yeah, something you know, and I do I do change it up a little bit and because I think, oh, well, oh, I forgot about something else. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to forget that. There's other things that I want that aren't on my vision board, you know, little things. Uh, that are just in your head. That I just sort of think about. So in that sense then, because you're, if you're manifesting stuff quite easily at the minute, like you're quite like in high vibration, you know, in a sense of at the minute you keep thinking of things. Mm-hmm. And then the like appearance, so whether it's the life coach certification, yeah. whether it's going, do you know what, I just wish I had a job in this area. And then you connect with that first person on Facebook. While you're in this high vibrational frequency, like <laughs> you need to be working harder on your vision board than probably you ever have done because when you're attracting mm-hmm. so easily, you have to make sure that what you're actually putting out is the things that you want. Because it's coming so easily to you. Does that make sense? So yeah. going back over, definitely after we recorded does, this podcast, yeah, yeah. I would go and look back over your vision board and make sure everything that you want is on there. If there's stuff that you don't want, take it off. The things that are in your head, put them down as well. Because you are... You're, it's funny because I have certain clients who are extremely good at manifesting where it's almost like... Not easy because it's never easy because sometimes we fight with our own mind, you know, because when we're in a lack off, we can continue in that lack off and it can feel like it's the biggest barrier in the world. But you're really good at that synchronicity part of it, of like thinking a thought and then seeing the, the, the aligned signs that are coming to you. And I don't want you to like forget that in a sense of that you are really good at manifesting you just need to make sure that it's something that you're conscious of every day like some of the stuff that you've done in your life remind me didn't you do bodybuilding competitions one was enough (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. but in a sense of like you're really good at having a goal and going hell bent on it you know like even the nurse and I know for you was something that you really had to like knuckle down and smash because you wanted to prove to yourself that you could do it almost when you put your mind to something you make the outcome happen but smashing that alongside your vision board is just one of the most powerful things because there might be stuff on your vision board that you're still a bit like oh but I don't know if I could get it 
Like that's the bit that we all need to do the work on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So tell me, what else do you want to share yeah. on the podcast? Because I feel like I've done a fair bit of talking there. What else do you want to share on the podcast in terms of your journey, either through manifestation or even just mindset? I think it's just how I got to where I yeah. am now. Um, it hasn't been an easy journey by all means I first looked at this personal development life changing experience as a result of being bullied at work which was about 11 years Mm -hmm. ago which was something that I was completely unaware of at the time that it was actually Mm -hmm. happening I've always been like this very quite laid back um you know nothing ever bothered me kind of attitude and that was I kind of breezed through life I didn't really have much connection to different emotions things like that and then all of a sudden I was hit with obviously what I can identify now as anxiety depression I even had suicidal thoughts at one point which as soon as that happened I was like oh my god what are you doing it's really strange because when I look back I feel like I'm a, I'm quite spiritual as well. I would agree with that. So not only, you know, do I use manifestation, I'm very in tune with my intuition, but I'm quite on a spiritual level as well. And I just remember what was kind of like the big light bulb moment for me. I'd come home from um, a festival and I was literally at my worst. Like I could never describe just how bad I felt that day. And somebody knocked on my door. Before this happened, I was like, you know what? The only resolution for this is just to end it, you know? And this girl knocked on my door and she was um, a PhD student in religion. I don't know why she knocked on my door, but it just happened. And I let her in. You know, I mean, I'd have let anybody in my house that day, you know? And I think she she could sense that I was in, you know, distress. And... She wanted to talk about God and God being female. And, you know, she she, she just reached out to me and I thought, what the hell's going on here? And I think back now and I think, oh my God, was that like a saviour? That was just something because as soon as I shut the door, I was like, right, I'm calling the doctor, I'm going tomorrow. This, you know, I started thinking... What would my parents think? My friends, you know, I was I still had lots of lovely people around me and, and I was feeling horrendous. And from then on, I decided, right, enough's enough. Something has to yeah. change. Yeah, so I went from there. I went from, I refused medication. You know, I don't have anything against mm-hmm. medication. But for me, I felt as though there were so many things that had been brought up for me. And rather than just suppressing them, I wanted to face them head on. It's almost like I've been challenging myself from day one, you know. I want to ride this bad boy, you know. And probably not the best terminology to use, but, you know, don't mind. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it went from there and I, I've had, you know, I had some counselling sessions and it was only when I got to, it was before I turned 30 mm-hmm. and I felt like, you know what, I've, I've come a long way here. I'd lost lots of friendships, and I'd, I'd, but I'd really turned my life around as a mm-hmm. result. And I just decided, you know what, I just want to be happy now. I want to close the, the chapter on my 20s and I'm going into my 30s as a happy person. And that's when all the manifestation started. That's when all the, you know, looking into a higher power yeah. and things like that all happened. And yeah, just my life's just changed. I do genuinely believe that all that stuff that happened to me when I first qualified, you know, the bullying and me going through that whole transition, 
I feel as though I was meant to do that so that I can help other people. 100%. 100%. I always believe that what what comes to us is meant for us, even if we don't realise it at the time. Like, you know, again, even that, that, that girl knocking on your door. So was it a Jehovah's Witness or was it just... Was it a Jehovah's Witness that knocked on your door? No, no so it wasn't even like a, no, a no. normal kind of like, you know, Jehovah's... No. Wow. So was she doing that at everybody, knocking no, on everyone's no. door? It was just, it was a girl who was... She just Brilliant. knocked on my door. She said, I'm a PhD student. I'm studying religion. Um, I want to talk about God being a female. I was like, yeah, how are you? Wow. So maybe she was doing a... She could have been anyone. Maybe she was doing a dissertation on something where she had to do a bit of research or something. How strange. But thank God. Thank God that she knocked on your door just mm-hmm. when you needed it. Yeah. Um, in terms of the story that you see, and this has happened to quite a lot of my clients, when they get to the point where they're like, do you know what? I am sick of feeling like this. I don't want to feel like this anymore. And you get prepared to fight for your happiness, but also your mindset, which is where you were. You were like, as soon as you closed the door on that girl, you were like, what am I doing? I need to turn this around. I need to gain back control. That coupled with doing the mindset work, then adding on the manifestation stuff. It's like nobody can manifest unless you've done that work. Like you couldn't have manifested anything back in, you know, that that mindset because everything felt so dark. Well, you were, you were manifesting, we're manifesting when we're not manifesting in a sense of, you know, we feel like everything's bad. So we just get more of it. And we get more of it. We get more of the same thing happening over and over again. And once you change your mindset and you start as being more goal orientated or desired focused, you started getting in the things that you wanted to get in. So just lastly, before we go, does the house that you ended up getting, does it tick all the boxes of everything that you wanted? Every one Amazing. of them. So my main thing was privacy. Uh-huh. So I've got nothing out the back. Um, I wanted a garage. I've got a garage. Amazing. I wanted a downstairs toilet for my oh. mum. <laughs> I've got one. I feel like, uh, I, I, do you know what? I feel like a queen in a palace. Oh. I really do. And like, and every day I am so grateful for the house that I've got. Um, never in a million years would I think that I'd end up living in somewhere so nice. Yeah. Well, isn't that the perfect ending to that then? Do you know what, Becky? Thank you so much for coming on and sharing mm-hmm. your story. And being vulnerable enough to kind of talk about, and I know we only touched on it briefly, but I know that that was incredibly painful time for you in terms of, you know, it's hard enough to get through medical school than to get through medical school at the other side of it and and go into something so toxic and so negative in a really bullying, toxic environment that you suffered through. But as you say, you know that that now, that experience is going to empower you to help other people going forward as well which is fantastic thank you so much for coming on the podcast Peggy thank you so much for having us Jude I'm absolutely (laughs) buzzing oh and there's the cat nobody else can see that the cat just jumped in front of the screen there to get in on it (laughs) (laughs) it's always a regular in our coaching sessions that cat Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit Jude Daunt.com 
coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.